Want ideas to grow your ministry and engage your supporters? Coming to you from QT4CM.org. This is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. And here's your host, David Allen. In our previous episode, leadership coach Cam Taylor spoke to us about hope when we dance with adversity. You'll recall that Cam helps people in the church and the marketplace live with purpose and resiliency. Welcome once again, Cam. Thanks a lot, David. Cam joins us today to explore the theme, Get Real with the Way You're Feeling. Okay, let's get started, Cam. Ministry setbacks affect us in many ways. One of those ways is in how we feel. So what tips can you give us? to help us deal with the emotional side to a setback. Yes, I think I can help our listeners deal with the emotional side to their setbacks and their roadblocks in a couple of ways. First of all, I think I can help by better helping us better understand this thing we call emotion. What exactly is it and how central is it in our lives? And then to look a little bit at some strategies for healthy ways to deal with the emotion that comes up during these setbacks. There's no doubt about it that when we have a storm in our lives, when we're faced with difficulties, challenges, our emotions are very much alive and well, and they surface in so many different ways. The word emotion actually means energy in motion. So as humans, when we are disturbed, there's often more energy than we know what to do with. There's anger, there's pain, there's frustration, there's shock, there's depression, and a whole list of others. If you look a little deeper at the word, the word emotion comes from an old French word meaning to excite and from a Latin word meaning to disturb or to move. When a road ends, when you're hit with adversity and difficulty and loss and a setback, this smooth road that you were traveling becomes rough and bumpy and it's an emotional roller coaster ride. We are disturbed, we are excited, we are moved to respond. So we need to deal with this movement within us of emotion when all of this happens around us, when we're affected by our circumstances. When I had my motorcycle accident, It took two days before I actually realized what had happened, before I came to and realized how serious it all was. But it threw me into this very long journey of recovery and especially this emotional journey that had highs and lows like I had never experienced before. And some of what I share comes out of that experience of dealing with this energy that hit me like a freight train And I had to learn how to deal with it. And I had to get help to learn how to deal with it. And there's some emotional puzzle pieces that I needed to learn to fit together. And I want to give you some of those and and talk about this in a way that I hope will be helpful, I believe will be helpful for you. One of the biblical characters that I went and looked at and learned from when I was going through my emotional roller coaster, this energy in motion because of my own setback, was, was David. And it's the place that We've been told to go. I've been told to go many times. When you're dealing with emotion, go and read the Psalms. So I did that. And David, in this one particular Psalm I want to look at, Psalm 56, 
he was dealing with King Saul coming after him. He's actually in Gath, a Philistine town, by himself, just ahead of Saul's men who are out to kill him. Talk about energy in motion. Crazy energy. It says in verse 1, pulling out a few of these thoughts from Psalm 56, Take my side, God. I'm getting kicked around, stomped on every day. Not a day goes by, but somebody beats me up. That's tough. They make it their duty to beat me up. When I get really afraid, I come to you and trust. I'm proud to praise God. Fearless now, I trust in God. What can mere mortals do? And then verse 8, he says, You've kept track of my every toss and turn through the sleepless nights. Every tear entered into your ledger, each ache written in your book. Powerful words. And I want to unpack this a little bit and pull out some of the lessons and some of the learning from David and from my own life that I think can help you deal with the emotion and to be honest and real with your emotions, not burying them and putting a lid on them. I see four emotional puzzle pieces that David models for us here. First one is emotional self-awareness. I'm getting kicked around, David said. He was very aware of what was happening to him and he was able to articulate it and was able to describe his reality. So important to have this emotional self-awareness. He knew what was going on inside of him. He could identify and see. Tao Te Ching said, knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. That's emotional intelligence. It's an aspect of emotional intelligence. And emotional self-awareness for myself was the doorway into a whole new set of learning and discovery that was so vitally important. And without it, we stay stuck in our circumstances, in, our, in the events that hurt us and hinder us and disturb us. If I wouldn't have learned to be aware of my emotions, I would have definitely stayed stuck in a prolonged state of chaos and hurt and difficulty. Another writer said about self-awareness, he who knows the universe and does not know himself knows nothing. nothing. A definition of emotional self-awareness is the ability to recognize your feelings, to differentiate between them, to know why you're feeling these feelings and to recognize the impact your feelings have on others around you. When we lack self-awareness, we are more likely to become sarcastic, disrespectful, frustrated, angry. I know when I saw my true emotional state and was able to articulate that and describe it, it gave me a way that I could go and take those next steps and start to process all this energy that was boiling up inside of me. There's a proverb that says, when you're looking in the mirror, you are looking at the problem. But remember, you're also looking at the solution. But the only way you can solve those problems is by actually being aware of what they are. Well, the second puzzle piece is dancing, learning to dance with emotions. (coughs) David danced with his emotions. He verbalized them. He moved with them. He was okay to be with them. And there's some pretty raw emotions that he describes there. When we're willing to actually 
experience the emotion and not run from those feelings, which can be very difficult and challenging and awkward. That's when we start to move towards that healing process. My list of emotional dance partners included guilt, disappointment, peace, fear, tension, surprise, sorrow, serenity, shock, sentimentality, sentimentality, sadness, resentment, pity, outrage, and the list goes on. Sometimes the dance can be compared to driving your car in a blinding blizzard. You are looking, but you don't see the road, but you're still moving ever so slowly. David was able to dance with the way that he was feeling. And in that dance, find God present with him to help him take those steps and do the moves that was necessary to deal with this energy that was within him. Well, thirdly, the third puzzle piece is emotional self-mastery. Following on the heels of emotional self-awareness and being able to dance with, dance with emotions is the need for self-mastery. That's the ability to withstand the emotional storms that blow into our lives and is the opposite of becoming passion slave, to borrow a phrase from Hamlet. Passions to be someone that just goes with the flow of our emotion is not always the best response or the necessary response. We need to be able to have self-mastery over those emotions. Being with them, being okay with them, dancing with them, but also having some input into the direction that we go. David, early on in his life, was able to keep himself in check when reacting in anger to how he was feeling. Many times, a few times he could have killed Saul, but he had self-mastery over that anger, over that emotion, and it saved his life, and it put him in that place where he eventually became king. When I was in my detour, I dealt frequently with sadness. Sadness hit me because of my losses, because of my disappointments and my pain. But I learned to be with sadness. I learned to be to have self-mastery, not just aware of it, but to realize that I needed to do something with my sadness and allow God to be with me in that. I loved what the line in David's prayer, each tear entered into your ledger. Self-mastery is able to feel that emotion, feel that sadness, and be able to express that in a way that's healthy. And then fourthly, to value deep crying, which I just referred to. Built into our beings is a physical mechanism to bring relief and inner healing, and that's tears. Crying's misunderstood so many times, underappreciated. But I believe it is a very real mechanism, a methodology that God has put within us. Tears exist to make us well, and deep crying especially relieves the pain and the stress we feel inside and is a critical part to our journey when we've dealt with loss and setbacks and difficulties. Victor Hugo warned, those who do not weep do not see. Each tear, David said, entered into your ledger. So how about you? How would you describe your emotional journey? How would you describe your ability to dance with emotions, your self-awareness about what is actually going on inside you, the energy? Do you have some ways that you're able to describe those emotions and be with them and express them and, and let them play out in your life? 
I trust you found this helpful and you found some handles to hang on to for the, for the emotional part of the journey and the, of the setbacks that you've had in your life or will have in your life. Thank you. That was leadership coach and author Cam Taylor. In our next QT for CM episode, Cam will continue his series on living with purpose and resiliency in our ministries. You can download Cam's Action Guide, available to you for free in our show notes at qtforcm.org. There are several ways you can connect with Cam, including how to find out about his new book, Detour, a roadmap for when life gets rerouted. The best way to access his free material or download a free excerpt from his book is on his website at camtaylor.net, and I'll spell that www.camtaylor.net. He has an email course on resiliency, a journal that goes with the book, or the option of signing up for a free exploratory coaching session. You can also get the links in our show notes at qtforcm.org. Camp Taylor is a leadership coach, speaker, and author who helps people in the church and marketplace live with purpose and resiliency. This episode is the second in a series of QT for CM episodes he has entitled 10 Keys to Thriving When Faced with Ministry Setbacks. We would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, the Great Commission Foundation. The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management, administrative services to ministries, and handles charity donation receiving and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy. Serve with joy.